Welcome to Wildwood College Life of Wildwood Community Church in Norman, Oklahoma. We are four following Jesus together to the glory of God. We meet on Sunday mornings at 9.45 for Bible teaching, breakfast, and fellowship, and would love to see you there this week. Follow us on Instagram at Wildwood College for more information. And with that, let's dive into this week's message. was always there for me and like 
always met me with kindness. Um, whenever I would fall short and like run after things that I thought would give me like identity, but instead God always just met me with such grace and faithfulness and like reminded me that he was still the same God that saved me back when I was 10. Like he still proved to be that same faithful God and like proved that he would never leave me or forsake me and like I think that's where I really just started to learn about God and like his goodness and um, saw his character like shine through. Um, yeah, and learn like that he's the only one that can satisfy me and like, man, that's just like such a um, But yeah, uh, during college, um, I think I've just been learning a lot of like what it means to have a personal like intimate relationship with Christ. Um, seeing that like as I fall short and as I don't live up to like the perfection I like give myself and the standard I have for myself, like the Lord just needs me so much grace and like kindness and like I don't know. I'm just continually seeing like the goodness of the Lord every day that I saw back when I was saved. And so, um, yes, that is my a short snippet of my story um, of how Christ has saved me and what He's doing in my life currently. Um, but I think that for whatever my life and just the direction my life is heading, whatever confusion that brings me, I think I'm always just grounded my purpose to love others and love God. And um, yeah, I think that's kind of why I chose this passage today on 1 John 3, 624, because it really just looks into this and like what it means to live for the Lord so clearly. Um, and so if y'all would open me to 1 John 3, 16, I will open it for us. Like our commitment, like love others, love God, and we hear all the time. 
especially with like, do I love them like a feeling or an action? How do I love others well? And so um, I think verses 16 through 18 really just highlight this so well. Um, and it answers that we love others in truth and action. So looking at verse 16, we see that it says, I just want to love that he laid down his life for us, and we also lay down our lives for others. Um, I think this like right off is just such a clear depiction of the gospel that we know love because of what Christ has done for us. Like he is the example and he is the source of love for our lives. Uh, and that he's the foundation for which we can model like how to love others after. Um, yeah, I really just think like we can only know what it means to live a still life of love because of how he first loved us and how he showed us mercy. And like we can just find such joy and example in that. Um, but yeah, uh, going into verse 17, I think we just get greater insight into what this looks like um, on a more tangible, um, applicable level. Um, just seeing that one, love requires sacrifice, um, whether that be of your time, your resources, um, your energy, anything else like that. Like uh, We see that it requires like giving something of yourself, like, whether, yeah. Um, I think also we see that because it requires sacrifice, that love is more than a feeling. Um, it's an action. And um, an example for my own life, um, a lot of times I'll just look at someone who I know is in need and I just like, feel so much compassion for them. And I'm just like, oh man, like I really just wish that like their like, situation was different, but then I just like keep walking. And like that isn't, I don't think that's what we're told to do. So like, I think we should just be encouraged that like, I don't know, like Christ obviously loves us so deeply that like drove him to action. And so the same with us, like if we just love others so deeply and like with the love of Christ, like Christ has shown us, like we should also be drawn to action. And so, um, yeah, I just think like putting your love into action is like so vital and important. But yeah, um, now if we go to verse 18, this is just the key and pinnacle of the passage. So good. Um, it says, little children, let us not love in word or talk, indeed and true. Um, and of course, like when I think of love, like I'm sure most of us do, we all kind of think of verse 13, like in this love passage. Um, and verses 4 through 7 really stand out to me of what it means to love. So I'd love to just read a book like get a better picture. It says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in our doing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Oh, um, I just think like, I don't know, this just shows like such a different picture from the worldly love that we have come to know in our lives. Um, that love is not necessarily based off of how we remember, like the coolest thing we can do for someone or something like that, but it just shows like, I don't know, that it's not about us. Like loving is not about us, it's about Christ. Um, I think it calls us to be dependent on truth, and, like be dependent on Christ, like always pointing people back to Christ as the solution. Like, because Christ is patient, like he's the abiding of love, he's patient and kind. It's not in your ghost. Like we can always like look to Christ and like be dependent on him. Um, and not our cleverly, cleverly crafted words or the best way to get out like advice or something. 
think another thing that's really important is just the lens in which we view others. I think this really dictates how we love. Um, and so, how else better to dictate how we should view others than looking at Christ and how he views us? Like, Christ views us in a way that we are worthy to, for him to leave his heavenly comfort for. We're worthy for him to lose his reputation for, and we're worthy for him to die for. Like, I don't know, that's just like astounding. Like, that is just astounding. And so, I think that we should just be encouraged in this and like, really reflect on like, should we be instead of viewing others in the same light of like, worthy to sacrifice for in the world? Next, I want to jump into verses 19 through 24, really just coming in on what do we do whenever we fall short, um, whenever we sin, because obviously, even though we've been saved by Christ, and if you've been saved by Christ, like, you're free from, um, like, eternal, like, being away from God eternally, but um, we still are going to fall short, we still have desires to reflect, we still do things that are, like, not loving to others, and so um, I think we should be encouraged, and that's my goal is to encourage y'all that there's hope for us whenever we do fall short. Um, so, looking at verses 19 through 20, it says, um, By this we shall know that we are of the truth, and we assure our heart before him. For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart, and he knows everything. And honestly, I think this is just such a good picture of the gospel that, like, it's not about us. like our worth and our identity and all of the above like it's not about us but it's about god and so like whenever we fall short like i think we are called to remember first off just like remember god who he is remember what he's done that god is greater than our heart he knows everything that he's in control um yeah it really he is just our source for life um yeah i think that um Looking back to 1 John chapter 2, it says, My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate of the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, not only for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And again, yeah, it's just like points to Christ being the source of hope for our lives. Like, we can have hope when we fail because Christ has interceded as the replacement for our sins. Like, it's not an us to be perfect because he who is perfect has extended himself so freely to us um, as our means of perfection through our relationship with him, which is so encouraging and should encourage you um, whenever you mess up. But um, just looking to my um, high school years, um, whenever I like was seeking the things to put my identity in, like, dance and relationships, all that that I explained earlier, um, one thing that really just kept me grounded and kept me hopeful was like remembering Christ and remembering who he is and remembering what he's done. Um, I always think of Romans 8, 38 to 39, that, like there's no height or death or anything that can separate us from the love of Christ. And, like I saw that so clearly in my high school years, like when all these things were falling away and all these things like were stripped from me and just crumbling before me, like Christ stood and like that is just like amazing that a God who I've like messed up and like I've hurt like he would still love me so genuinely and still chase after me and still be there for me and so I don't know I just like remember the Lord and his faithfulness and his goodness and like remember that like he is our source and like you must draw on him um I think that we can have assurance of forgiveness because God has 
testimony and deed and in truth, like through his loving commitment to us, um, through the covenant of Christ's death on the cross, like that was the proof, like that was the truth and the action that shows like we capture and have faith in him. Um, yeah, and I think this just is what guides our trust and guides our relationship and guides our ability to abide in him and be steadfast when things aren't always looking so great. Um, but yeah, thinking of just like abiding and a relationship with the Lord, like I'd love to unpack that a little bit more because again, like it can be a little tricky. Um, but um, abiding is sustaining and communion with, continuing with, being steadfast and enduring. So really it just means like remaining in Christ. But I think it what sustains us is what matters. Um, and I just want to pose the question of like, are you relying more on the power of your faith or the authenticity?
works of Christ. And so just be encouraged by that, that like, I don't know, it's really as simple as just like keeping your eyes like fixed on Christ and like letting him be the source and like drawing on him as you live your life and go about your day. Um, but yeah, just to recap everything, um, if y'all take away anything from today, um, I would just like y'all to remember that like Christ's love is the source for our love. Like we just have life and purpose because of what Christ has done. And what it means to love is loving in truth and in action. And it's like whenever we fall short, whenever we fail, whenever we mess up, um, it really like to get us back into like this steadfast remaining relationship is really just remaining and remembering um, the character of Christ and God. Um, so yeah, I just like want to encourage y'all to like whenever you waver, whenever you doubt, whenever you start to stray, um, just be encouraged to seek out truth again. Like we can have hope and confidence that God will restore us back to Him because like He has proven Himself trustworthy. Like um, in this book, like right here, like you can read about it right here, but also like look back to your own life and just see like, man, like how is God faithful to me? Um, yeah. I don't know. This is like something that always gets me through whenever I start to stray. It's like I always just start back with like, how was God proving himself faithful like last week or like a month ago? And going from there and just asking the Lord, like, hey, like, I need help and like just drawing on him as resource. Um, yeah, I would really just say like this belief in God's character is what drives my steadfastness in him and like what encourages me to love others. Um, because I know that above all else, it's Christ's sacrifice that 